Hiya, sis. Oh, hey, Jacob. I just saw the coolest Christmas decorations, like awesomest ever. Bright lights everywhere, and this great big nativity set right in the front yard. That's pretty neat. Are you okay? You seem sad. No, I'm fine. I'm just a little worried. Why? Well, I'm not sure what I want to get for the shepherd. You know, for his birthday, the party's tomorrow, and I still don't know what to give him. Oh, don't worry about that. I have like 50 ideas. You can take one of mine. Really? You wouldn't mind? Nope. Great. So what were you thinking? Well, the number one super cool thing I was thinking was. Are you ready for this? Yeah. A grazathon. You know, we can get pledges from the neighbors and see how many alfalfa spreads we can eat in like 15 minutes. Then the money could go to the food pantry at the church. Hmm. I like the idea of helping to feed the poor, but I don't think I could eat that much alfalfa. What other ideas did you have? Well, you know how the shepherd is always making things grow and adding color everywhere. You could get a hot air balloon and a bunch of flower seeds, and then drop them all over so they'll bloom and make everything all colorful and bright in the spring. Well, it sounds pretty, but a little messy. And besides, I'm kind of afraid of heights. Yeah, good point. Oh, hey, here's David. Maybe he'll have an idea for you. Hey guys, wanna build a snow fort? In a sec, I'm trying to help Gracie think of an idea for the shepherd's birthday present. Oh, that's easy. Just give him a whole bunch of cookies, or a pumpkin pie, or a cake. Yeah, a big peppermint cake. No, even better, gingerbread cupcakes. Yeah, everybody loves cupcakes. Mmm. Now I'm hungry. I'll be back to build that fort later. I think I'm gonna go ask mom and dad. Yeah. Okay. Hey there, Gracie. What's the latest and greatest? Well, nothing too great, Dad. I'm really worried because I can't think of any good presents to get the shepherd for his birthday. Oh, Gracie, that's nothing to worry about. But I am worried. I just love the shepherd so much. I really want to do something nice for him for his birthday. Come sit down here with me now. The first thing you need to remember is that birthdays aren't all about gifts. A lot of people make the mistake of making birthdays about the presents, especially the shepherd's birthday. When people celebrate Christmas, they get caught up in all the gift giving and don't remember that we're actually celebrating the birth of the Savior. That's true. Another thing to think about before you consider what to give the shepherd. Is that the shepherd has already given a lot of wonderful gifts to you? Really? <laughs> of course, they're not as easy to see as most presents, but they're definitely there. The shepherd made you very kind. That's a gift. He's also given you talents in art and music. Those are gifts too. I see what you mean, but that sort of makes me feel worse. I mean, if the shepherd has already given me so many gifts. I feel really bad if I didn't give him something. Because the shepherd has given you so many wonderful gifts, the best way you can use them is to honor him. There's a verse in Colossians that talks about this. Colossians 3:17. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Everything you say and 
everything you do should be all done for Jesus, your Lord. And in all you do, give thanks to God, the Father, through Jesus. Do you understand what this means? I think so. Do the things you do for the shepherd, because that's why we've been given our special gifts. Think of what you can do for him that would make him happy. Hmm. Thanks, Daddy. I think I know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> okay, everybody. It's time to start our happy birthday Jesus party. I know we usually save gift giving for last, but I really want to give my present to Jesus now. Is that okay? Can't wait, huh? Okay, Gracie. Go ahead. I thought really hard about what you said, Daddy. You said that Jesus has given me lots of gifts already, and that when I use what He has given me, it's like giving Him a gift right back. So, since I love to sing, I decided to make Him a song. Oh, that's a wonderful idea! Cool idea, Gracie. So here we go. Jesus, I love you. Thank you for your care. Thank you for my family and the wool I wear. Always be near me, shepherd. Now I pray, and I'll try to follow you each and every day. Awesome, Gracie. That was beautiful. Thank you for giving Jesus such a thoughtful, loving gift. All right, everybody. On that note, let's have a party. Yay! Yay. Okay. okay. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Jesus. Jesus. I'm so thankful that we are all here this morning to celebrate the gift of all gifts, Jesus Christ. And we're going to just start it off with singing Happy Birthday, Jesus. And we're going to celebrate him this morning like uh, we ought to do. All right. So what we want to do is we want to do it a little bit more upbeat than usual. All right. With this happy birthday, Jesus. And to start things off, I'd like uh, to have a hand clap going. All right. So just follow me with this hand clap, everybody. Uh, not too fast. That's good. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. We love you. We do. We love you. We do. We love you, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. That's wonderful. You did well. And some of you uh, were a little afraid to put your hands together, but that's okay. You could still celebrate Jesus in your heart. God bless you. Okay, good morning. And a blessed Christmas to all of you today. We welcome you to this, uh, believe it or not, 15th Jesus birthday. Isn't that something? I didn't think it was so uh, many years. But just... <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Don't remind me there, Mark. Now, I just want to remind you about purpose. It's very simple here uh, for this birthday party. 
And we believe it is God-honoring. Our purpose is to give due honor to the guest of honor himself. And that is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Savior. I want to remind you, and I will continue to do this, of the reason, uh, the motivation for this was that some years ago, we got a call from the school down here asking if we would come and tell the Christmas story to the school members because the teachers did a survey and they found that the majority of their children thought that Christmas was to celebrate the birthday of Santa Claus. A little more in-depth evaluation, they said, discovered that majority of the children did not even know about Jesus Christ. That's children here now in Nassau, Bahamas. And so we invited the entire school to come here, uh, and this place was packed out. And we were able to tell the Christmas story to the children. But it dawned on me, if these children did not know the Christmas story, it was probably because the parents were not telling them the Christmas story, especially on Christmas Day. And so we thought we would have something like this to encourage parents to carry on the tradition of telling the Christmas story to their children so it will go on from generation to generation. And so we have encouraged our parents to come out to a service like this and we will read the Christmas story. We will show it to you in different ways. But we want you as well to show us how you as parents tell the Christmas story to your children on Christmas Day. And uh, we're going to give you that opportunity. You don't have to just read the scriptures. You can say how you uh, uh, tell different stories, as we will show in a moment. Or perhaps you can sing a song. And as a family, we want to encourage that. We want to encourage the family focus, but not to leave it on the family. Christmas is not for the family. Christmas is to honor Jesus Christ. The family is a way to do it, of course, through the family. But we always want to focus on him. So we trust that later on, you will feel the freedom and the openness and the readiness to share how you share with your family concerning Christ on Christmas Day. I'm going to ask you to stand right now, and on the screen we're going to have the Christmas story as it's told in Luke chapter 2. We want to read it in unison. And then following this, we have a few movie clips again, all focusing on the Christmas story, especially from a child's perspective. Not only so, but especially so. So I'm going to ask you now, please, to stand. And we'll do the reading from Luke chapter 2. Okay, at that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home, 
He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in a manger, and seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened, and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherds' story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks glorifying and praising God for all they had heard, seen. It was just as the angel had told them. That's the Christmas story. Let's never forget it. Amen? You may be seated. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for him in the inn. And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. 
I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord! This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, "Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger." Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, "Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace to men on whom His favor rests." When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, "Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about." So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen. Which were just as they had been told. This is how Jesus Christ was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before they married, she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit. All this took place to fulfill the Lord's promise through His prophet: the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. 
this time, Emperor Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire, and everyone went to his own city to be registered. So Joseph had to leave Nazareth in Galilee and travel into Judea to Bethlehem, which is also known as the town of David. He went there to register with Mary. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. That night, there were shepherds living out in the fields near Bethlehem, keeping watch over their sheep. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Now after Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem, some wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem and asked, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? We have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. The star they had seen in the east appeared again. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed, and the star led the wise men to the place where the child was. As they arrived, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they fell to the ground and worshipped Jesus. Then opening their treasures, the wise men presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And so Christ the Savior was born. He entered the world not to be served, but to serve, and give his life as a ransom for you.
Christmas. Um, as we uh, celebrate Christmas, a lot of us, I think, you know, we begin uh, maybe reflecting on the year behind us, looking forward to the year um, ahead of us, and um, we think about uh, things we wanted to accomplish, maybe goals, resolutions we made uh, Christmas Eve last year, looking forward to, to this year, and maybe we begin thinking about next year and things we'd like to do and areas of our lives where we'd like to change and grow and as we reflect on the past, perhaps seeing where uh, we're not where we'd like to be and certainly not where God wants us to be. And we realize um, our failures of the year. And um, for me, that's the story of my life, a story of my failure, and my unfaithfulness and God's continued uh, covenant faithfulness towards me. And um, this song we sing this morning reflects that reflection over a year where I'm not where I'd like to be and not where I intended to be, but that I'm thankful, so thankful that Jesus was born to die for me. And I celebrate the day that he was born to die.
All right, this is an opportunity now. Every year we receive gifts. We encourage the children to give some of their gifts to those who cannot give back. And every year we receive gifts from the families to give to the children of AIDS patients. And so if you have those gifts, we're going to ask you to come. Anton is going to be leading in the carol. And you can put the gifts right in here. Now, some of you have asked about cash. If you have cash, just simply put it on here for now, on the uh, on the table. Okay, so please come up now with your gifts, and Anton will be leading. Uh, boy, you're in a rush to do this, aren't you? Anton, you got to hurry up. Yeah, number 30, everybody. <laughs> number 30. Kings of Orient are bearing gifts, we traverse afar, field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright.
God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Greetings. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child.
dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, the glory that is his, as the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's all stand together and sing number 17 as we prepare to go with this good news. Silent love. 
Happy birthday, Jesus. Amen. Lord bless you. Have a blessed day.